0: Aloha, y'all.
1: Aloha, y'all.
0: And welcome back to the Messy (laughs) Masterpiece Podcast with Chad and Tori. We are super excited to be starting this week with you all from Hawaii. Yeah. Anyways, babe, do you want to hop into this devotional so we can go to the beach?
1: Yes, let's do it, y'all. Today, we are reading out of Genesis 16, 13, and the devotional is titled, Seen by God. It says, Thereafter, Hagar used another name to refer to the Lord who had spoken to her. She said, You are the God who sees me. The love letter from God says, Beloved child, my eye is always on you and I love what I see. Nothing you do for my glory will ever go unnoticed. I know there are times that you feel invisible, as if no one sees the way that you love and serve others. Even in those uncertain times, I am there. I saw the faithful acts of all my children who have gone before you. I saw David when he was just a shepherd, and I raised him up to be a mighty king. I am the God who sees your true heart. You are my child, and a day is coming when you will be greatly rewarded. The reward I have for you can't be found in other people's praise. The best is yet to come. My love, so until that day, I want you to live for an audience of one, me. Love your Heavenly Father. The reflection says, Every one of us has had times when we feel invisible and unimportant. However, those are the times when we have the opportunity to see God because we're not looking for anyone else for approval. The next time you feel invisible, ask your Heavenly Father to make himself known to you in a special way. He is the God who sees you. The treasure of truth says, God sees everything perfectly and will help you see his will for your life.
0: The thing that comes to my mind when talking about this subject is praying to ask God to help us feel seen Mm -hmm. is to also realize, well, why don't I feel seen? Mm. And it very well could be a work of the enemy. Yeah. You know, and you see it in scripture and you see it in our own personal lives where there's times where you just feel spiritually dry or you feel like God isn't close. And I mean, ultimately that's why we're asking God to help us feel seen is because we currently don't feel seen. Right. And so that's one thing that I will do is I'll make sure that not only do I start lifting up my prayers that God would make himself known in my current situation or to kind of give me one of those little um, like, Hey, I'm still here moments, Mm -hmm. you know, but then I'll also pray against the, the plot of the enemy to make me feel isolated, to make me feel lonely, to make me feel inadequate, to make me feel all those bad things, because he definitely has a role in us feeling that way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I love that we can have those feelings, but those feelings, they doesn't mean it's true. You know, when you read the Mm -hmm. truth of God's word, he says, I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. And so I feel like in those moments where we're feeling, not seen, or we're feeling invisible, or we feel like the things that we're doing are just going unnoticed. The fact that God says, I will never leave you. And I will never forsake you means that that's true. It means that he's there. It means that he sees you. And, um, I just think it's so powerful to have, um, that weapon of the truth of God's word. And, honestly y'all in those moments where you don't feel like you can feel God get in his word because Mm -hmm. he's given this as a gift look at it as like a love letter to you like a Mm -hmm. map for your life and I can promise you if you sit down and you pray like Lord make yourself known in this scripture to me keep reading until he makes himself known to you and I just think that God is gracious enough and merciful enough to do that and every time i have he's met me in that place and it might take a little while it might take you taking 30 minutes or taking an hour or taking an entire day to just disconnect from the world and reconnect with him but any time spent trying to connect with god is not time wasted
0: yeah and before we get to our prayer i just want to encourage you all in one quick thing that typically whenever we are failing to do something, it's because we're afraid to do so. Mm -hmm. Like for example, if you're not uh, asking that person out on a date, it could be because maybe you're afraid of what the response is going to be. Yeah. Or if you're afraid to start this new business or this new passion project, you could be worried about, is this going to be like something that's going to work out or will it fail? Yeah. And that's not the case for every single situation, but I kind of bring it back to the idea of like, why aren't we spending time in God's word? And you may very well be spending time in God's word, which is awesome. But I know there's times when I don't want to. There's times when I don't feel like opening his word and it makes me wonder why. Mm-hmm. What am I afraid of? Or yeah. is there a reason why I'm failing to open up his word and have his you know, words illuminate in my life? Yeah. And a part of the time I feel like it's because I don't know where to start. Mm-hmm. You know, It's like mm-hmm. I just kind of see this big book with a lot of pages and I'm like, well... So yeah. it's just to open this and feel better. Yeah. You know, just kind of, it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. You know? And so I would encourage you all to kind of create a plan to help you open up that Bible mm-hmm. if you are newer to it. Some of you are seasoned veterans and you know exactly where to run in the Bible based on how you're feeling. And some of us play like, um, like Bible roulette, which I think is hilarious, like where <laughs> you're like, all right, God, open I'm trusting. Yeah I'm, yeah. I'm trusting you to open up to the right page. And then he does. Right. Mm-hmm. Depending on what you're going through. But then there's a lot of us who are like, well, I don't I don't really know where to start. Mm-hmm. And so maybe Tori and I will do a YouTube video on that. Yeah. Um, but if you're looking for help on this specific thing, you can go to the Bible Project on YouTube.
1: Yeah, that's a great resource. They also
0: have a podcast. And so that's a great resource to kind of help you get a better understanding of how to read the Bible. Mm-hmm. That way it doesn't feel so daunting.
1: Yeah. And I honestly, I think one of the reasons why I promote the Thrive Bible so often is ever since I got this Bible, and I know a lot of you out there have it now, which makes my heart just so happy, Um, but what's so cool about it is they actually have like a topical index in the front of it where you can actually seek like I'm actually going to kind of go over there right now, but it says, OK, I'm worried about money. It has all of these different devotionals um, surrounding money and then obedience and patience and peace and miracles and marriage and love and loneliness and influence, integrity, all the things. And so it really helped me as if I was feeling drawn to a cer- certain topic, I would go and read that devotional And then I would go back in scripture and look for the context of where she got that devotion from. And so I really encourage you, if you do have this Bible, and even if you don't, any of the scripture that we read out in the very beginning, highly recommend you go back and read that whole chapter. You know, and actually like dive in and figure out the context of the story. And maybe this devotion, maybe the devotionals that we do will illuminate even more for you guys.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for me, it was, a, I spent a lot of time just Googling stuff. Yeah. Where I would Google like verse about feeling bad, verse about feeling lonely, verse about feeling less, you know. And then I would just kind of go on our little rabbit hunt. But, um, anyways, do you want to go and pray Son Out, baby?
1: Yes. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for just being a good father, a father who wants to meet us exactly where we are, and a father who loves us too much to let us stay exactly where we are. So God, I just pray that you meet each and every one of us this morning, that you illuminate our hearts, God, that you create a newfound fire in us to dive deep in your word, to remember who you are, God, and remember who you are to us, and remember how much you love us, how much you see us, how much you've purposed us. God, for those out there questioning, I pray that you make it abundantly clear that they know your voice, they know your word, God, that they have a discernment to feel your spirit, that all of the questions would just They would abandon them, God, and just relentlessly pursue you and your heart, God. Because any questions we have, God, you can handle them. And so it's not that they just need to abandon all their questions, but bring them to your feet. And even if you don't answer them right away, Lord, that they would be um, just surrounded by your peace, a peace that might not even make sense, Um, Lord. And that's what we are all after. We want your peace To abound in our life. And so, Lord, we're going to open up the floor right now for our listeners to pray, and we're going to be praying in agreement with them. Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. Faithfulness. I'm still in your hands. This is my confidence. You've never failed. Your promise still stands. Great is your
0: faithfulness. Faithfulness. I'm still in your hands.
1: This is my confidence. You've never failed me yet.
0: Amen, God.
1: Amen, God.
0: Amen. Thank you all for tuning in. And tonight, tw- wow. Okay. Torn, I'll be talking to you tomorrow.
1: <laughs> Talk to you guys tomorrow.
0: Bye-bye.